Hey, this is Barbara Corcoran, and you are now tuned in to Business Unusual. And everything you ever learned about business, throw it out the window. I'm going to tell you the real deal. Listen in. Today, I'm going to answer all your burning questions about work, life, starting a company, getting on track, and much, much more. Be sure to call in to the Business Unusual hotline with your question at 888-BARBARA. That's 888-B-A-R-B-A-R-A. But first, today we're talking about what it takes to change careers. It's not as easy as people crack it up to be. Today, we're talking to a woman who has turned in a $20,000 a month income for $7,000 a month. What, is she crazy? Let's see if she's crazy. We're going to talk with a lady who claims that bad things keep happening to her and she wants to get on the road to riches. How does that happen? How she's so lucky or is it luck? We're going to talk about how you change careers and compete when you have no experience in that area and you're competing against all the people that do. And we'll speak with a young mother who wants to start her new business. She's itching to do it, but she's paralyzed by fear. Is it valid? Tune in. Hey, Barbara. This is Alexi coming to you from none other than New York City. I have started my own agency and I'm bringing in a decent amount of money, but I also have a six-figure plus job that is holding me captive. When do you know to take the leap? Isn't $20,000 better than just seven a month? And when do you know that you should really scale something or do you accept it? I really look forward to hearing from you. I really admire you a lot, especially being in the city. Thanks. So, Alexi, let me get this straight. You had a really good job making $20,000 a month. You gave it up through luck to the wind or talent to your own business. And now you're making $7,000 a month. So what's better? I think you could do the math. Of course, $20,000 is a heck of a lot better than $7,000 a month. So if you want to judge what to do right now in this moment, I would say, man, get that old job back. You'll make 20 versus seven a month. But you don't strike me like the type of person that judges life in the moment. I don't think that's what anybody ought to be doing. Look at it a different way. You left a really good paying job, a sheer act of courage that you actually did that and started your own thing. And already you have steady income, less than you're making working for the big man, but you have steady income coming in every month at $7,000 a month. That's fast. You're on the road to your own riches. And I put the emphasis on the word own because now what you're about to do is to find out that rather than making $20,000 a month in two years flat, you might be making $80,000, $200,000 a month. You don't know. You got a great start here. I say stay with it. And if you ask the second question about when do you really know when it, you really buckle down and give it all you got and expand it, I say if you don't build it and you don't have that attitude right now, why even do it? Of course, push like crazy. You're crazy to think for a minute that you haven't had a phenomenal start. You should stay with it and see how fast you could build $7,000 a month to 20. And I say you could do it in 12 months flat. Yes, hi, Barbara. Um, my name is Debbie, and I'm calling from New York City. I am actually at your event in the Bronx on uh, May 7th. I know this is an unusual question, but a lot of financial situations happen to me. And at this point, I'm basically starting like if I was just getting out of high school and I'm in my 50s. <laughs> so I'd like to know 
what route do I take and how do I get myself back on track and going in an upward motion instead of always a spiral going down? I would appreciate that question answered because I really don't know what to do. Thank you. I can feel your pain. Swear to God, listening to that question. You sound like you're so discouraged and it just hasn't happened overnight. It seems like you've had a series of heartbreaks, so to speak, and that it's leaving you in the position of feeling powerless. Bad place to be. I know I've been there. But I can tell you where you could start on your road to recovery. It starts with taking responsibility for everything that's happened to you so far. Total responsibility. I don't care who was involved and who did what to you and how they may have done something different to you or not done to you or whatever. But the part of your question that troubles me most and that you must declare war on is your own words saying, but a lot of financial situations happened to me. Those are words that people use when they feel victimized. And I can tell you one thing, if you're willing to play the victim, you can't get on a road to recovery. You're going to stop right where you are and sit in that pond of tears. That's just the way it goes. So if you want to know how to rebuild yourself, make a new life for yourself and do exactly what you want to do and envision yourself differently than you see yourself right now, that's all doable. But you've got to take responsibility that all these actions that happened to you happened to you and they're your actions. I don't care who did them to you. Then you can put a line in the sand, put a goal on a paper, make a note on a bulletin board, or just make a mental note, this is who I want to be, and feel like you can actually make it happen. But you better really describe very clearly who you want to be, debt-free, with passion to wake up in the morning, a job that you love. Write them down as your goals. But if anybody gets in your way again and makes situations happen to you, Refuse to accept the fact that they made them happen. Figure that you welcome them in by allowing them to happen. And if you can change that, you can rewrite your life for exactly what you want it to be. Let's take a short break to talk about a company I love. My friends at On Deck Business Loans. Now let's get back to the show. Hi, Barbara. My name is Nicole. I'm calling from Gilbert, Arizona. And my question is a little bit of backstory. I'm 39 and I'm changing careers. I've been in the medical field for over 12 years and I'm trying to get a job with a mainline airline. So I'm wondering how in interviews do I present changing careers definitely as a positive? I definitely feel All my medical experience can absolutely be applied to flying in the air, but I am a little bit nervous about when I go to those face-to-face that I can't project it's a positive thing in changing careers. And I just want to be viewed as a definite candidate for this new career change. Thank you so much. I look forward to hopefully hearing your answer. Okay, bye. I can tell you, Nicole, that the only thing standing in your way of you getting the job that you want and starting your new career and going into that interview and getting that position is your own apology. Mm -mm. I made my whole career based on hiring people who were changing careers. So I've heard thousands of interviews and I hired some people and I didn't hire others. 
Changing careers is never in the way. What's in the way is apologizing for doing it. And that's exactly what I'm hearing between your words. Here's how I look at you. If I was interviewing you, and here's how you should come across. What did you do well in your medical career? I'm going to guess. I bet you're a clear communicator. You enunciate beautifully. You express yourself perfectly. I'd like to bet you you had high energy. You sound to me like a dependable person that always showed up. And you sound to me like you can get along with people. Now, let me tell you what's great about those four traits from the medical career. They're exactly applicable to any career. They're the major traits. So what I would do is turn my own head around on myself, go in there and say, I've been in the medical career all my life. I really want to go into the airline career for these reasons, have your reasons and say, I have a skill set that helped me do so well in the medical career that's exactly applicable to your business. I'm a great communicator. I get along with people. I'm a great team member. I communicate well. I have high energy and I'm dependable. And I'm hoping you have a position that could utilize those great traits. That's the same thing, but a whole different spin because it's the truth. The truth is whatever makes someone successful in one career is exactly the same stuff that makes them successful in another. And you've got it. If you were leaving the medical career because you were a failure, because you didn't have abilities, that's one thing. But that's not what I'm hearing in your question. I'm hearing a very capable worker that should be able to apply those same traits to any field she chooses. So go in there and ask for the job. Hi, Barbara. My name is Emma. I'm calling from Boca Raton, Florida. I have a huge question to ask. I'm trying to start a fashion business and I have the ideas. I have the designs. I have really a great, strong business background, but I am scared to death. I really don't know what to do. I am a young mother too. And um, I have so many responsibilities on my plate that I am so scared to make such a decision to stop working and just pursue what I need to do. So if you have any good feedback that I can use to change my mindset, change my life and start working and really erase all the anxiety and all the fear, that would be great to hear. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. I think your fear is nothing more than plain old common sense. You mentioned you're raising kids. You have a job. You have a lot on your plate. I don't think this is false fear because you're afraid to make a change. I think it's valid fear because stuff is in your way. Raising kids and starting a business are diametrically opposed. It's like having two births in the same nine months. Pretty hard to do. So I would suggest what you do is write down all of the things you're afraid of. What could possibly happen? What's the worst that could happen in each thing you're afraid of? Write down every obstacle. Oh, if I start my own business now, then who would take care of my kids? If I start my own business, then who would pay my mortgage? Would I have enough for my mortgage? All of the things that come to your head, you should have on a sheet of paper. And then right next to them, decide, do I have a solution to this? I'm going to suspect that you won't lose your dream of starting a business, but I'm also going to suggest that probably you can't do it this very moment. That doesn't mean you're afraid or a coward or giving up on a dream. It's a practical consideration for the other things that you have going on, the things on your plate in your life. So put the things that you feel in a figurative or vague sense on a piece of paper versus on your mind. 
and see if you could skin those cats. And if you can't, ask yourself, well, when could I? When would be a reasonable time to do it? Then at least you could look forward to making a plan for six months, two years, three years out, once your kids are in high school, whatever the case is, to actually start your own business when you have the space to do it. But if you can go through those obstacles and think of solutions right now, then you can get rid of your fear and just go and go for it. And that's all the questions we have time for today. If you have a question, leave me a voicemail on the Business Unusual hotline, 888-BARBARA. That's 888-B-A-R-B-A-R-A. You can also tweet it to me at Barbara Corcoran, and I may just answer it on a future episode. You've been listening to Business Unusual with me, Barbara Corcoran. Come back next week to hear more steps and missteps I took on the path to success. Search and follow Business Unusual on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Audiation.